0: to bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi there, you beautiful soul and magnificent multidimensional being. It is such a privilege and an honor to be back with you. I hope that wherever you are in the world, your here and now is amazing. We are in for it in part two with former ex-FBI agent John D'Souza, the real-life X-Man. If you listen to part one, you know that you're that he's just sharing some absolutely incredible stuff. Um, it couldn't be coming from a more credible human being. Um, we entitled this one The Truth About the Atacama Alien. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I can't remember. Uh, ETs and non-human existence. So he goes through some slides. If you want to check this one out on YouTube, see some of the Im- images. So in this one, we probably get a little bit more into the work of uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, uh, realizing how and why we're controlled and in a form of slavery, uh, how we can change the world, ending and transcending politics, uh, more on ETs and things like that and how to do research. It's a really great episode. If you like this content and you you think it's important, please share it around with your friends. That really does help. Um, Talk about it. The best and most important way you can support the show by understanding what it's all about is doing one act of kindness. That's how we change the world. If you could imagine every single person for just a week does three random acts of kindness. Um, They let someone in in traffic, they give a compliment, they get someone's name, we would change the world within a week, within two weeks. That's the way through peace is through action. So if you want to support the show, please do one act of kindness today. Um, That would be the best way if you want to support on patreon that really helps a lot um, even just tossing a buck in the bucket if you go to patreon.com forward slash matt belair you can become a patron you can support the show and you can support the work um, and it would be really appreciated and i would love you for it um what else I kind of drawn a blank. Oh, I was looking at um, the lucid dreaming. Lots of free stuff for you guys. If you want, go to mattbillair.com forward slash lucid dreaming. And there's a free ebook on how to lucid dream, as well as a guided meditation to get you there quickly and easily. Um, Oh, yeah, leaving a review. That's what I was going to say. Leaving a review really inspires people to watch the podcast or listen to it because there's a lot of stuff out there, and that's really what separates it. So if you want to support, please leave a review. And this one is from D.N.H., and it says, Mind Expanding. I really enjoy this podcast. Matt has introduced me to so many ideas and theories through his amazing guests. If you want to expand your mind, this podcast is the ticket. I've been sent down so many rabbit holes and each of them. I emerge with a n- little new piece of the puzzle and my growing awareness of life and truth. So thank you so much for taking a moment to leave that review. Um, it really does help and I appreciate it. Um, check out my sponsors, uh, Sync Tuition, which is basically 3D binaural beat. Gamma Wave Brainwave Entrainment. So it makes meditation really quick, really easy, and allows you to hit those brainwave states uh, through binaural beats. And if you use the code bit.ly forward slash gamma waves, you'll get three free binaural beat tracks. Um, as always, I ask my audience to go check out the work of David Lombert Senapas, indigenous Native American elder, a truly extraordinary being who does need some support and assistance in bringing forth his 20,000 year old oral history that does include advanced technology, mathematics, physics and chemistry that is coming out slowly because it has to be done in the right way and he's been doing amazing things like putting balloons into space that are monitoring a signal um, and things like that. All and he's done it all with basically no help, no resources, no nothing. So check out lonebearsarts.com. We want to put up another website that's more technology-based, but until we get it up, you can go to matt at zenathlete.com and inquire. Uh, We're looking for angel investors, um, business people, web developers, video tech, administrator. We just could use any help, to be honest, for anything. So (laughs) if you look at his stuff and you resonate, like listen to what he's saying and if it resonates as truth and you look at some of the images you look at some of the videos uh, we can show you this stuff um we would su- we would really appreciate the support and that's what i'm kind of doing here. It's just supporting him because i see him as like a native american version of uh you know nikola tesla or something um and I vetted it with, with scientists to make sure that I, uh, you know, I'm, I know what I'm talking about, because I don't know anything about science, really. Um, so that's what I've been doing. Um, check out the Zen Athlete book, because it's good. And it is really a guide to self mastery. For those of you guys who want some coaching, basically, the way that it works is that um, you're going to learn everything that I've learned over years of studying consciousness, spirituality, Zen, peak performance, uh, mind expanding, um, all of that kind of stuff. But really, the idea is how to go through limiting beliefs, design and create. A, so we once we clear all that, we can get really clear on what you want through different processes of value sets things like that um, get very clear in the life that you want and then use all of those peak performance tools to begin to create that reality as quickly as possible but also doing it from a state of fulfillment no matter where you are now whether you're you know in the worst situation or the best situation and you can really go zero to 100 really quick um, probably within three months make a massive shift mentally physically emotionally spiritually and so if you're really looking to level up um, or you're you know you're already doing great in entrepreneurship things like that and you want to learn more about flow state consciousness and level up even more um then you know i'm your guy so hit me up at matt at and i'd be super stoked to help you out um so i'm just going to leave it at that thank you so much for joining me on this episode i know you're going to enjoy it um, so before we get into this let's let's come into a state of peace and coherence but just rem- just have a thought about the interconnectedness to everything and realizing that you are a multi-dimensional being um, that transcends the physical body So wherever you are in the world, just stop for a moment and take a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and just connect to the idea of the life force of breath breathing through you as you imagine a golden, platinum, crystalline light coming down from the universe, connecting and supporting you and reminding you of your divine, infinite, multidimensional nature. As you let that breath out slowly with all the cares, all the thoughts, all the worries of the day. Taking in another deep breath in through your nose, imagining the energy from the earth coming up through your feet, supporting you and giving you life on your human experience as you recall and really remember your true multidimensional self, your infinite, eternal, divine nature pulsing through every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being. As you let that breath out slowly with all the limitations, the self-criticisms and limitations of any way, mind, thought, physical, spiritual, just letting that go and really connecting to your true self. Taking in one more deep breath in through the nose, really connecting to this divine life that pulses through you and all things, all the birds, animals, people, all life in this universe. And I'm sending you all of my love, appreciation, gratitude, support, well wishes, inspiration, encouragement that you remember that you are a, a sacred, incredible divine being just as you are fully worthy of being here and having the most amazing, incredible life experience possible. So there we go. Thank you so much for getting ready for coming on this episode. I know you're going to love it. So let's get into it with the X-Man part two with John D'Souza.
1: Native Americans have a lot of information on this, uh, like the uh, crystal people that live beneath the earth, beneath the surface of the earth. And it's a lot of, it's, there's a lot of, apparently there's a lot of these things uh, all around the Earth, and it could be very many different species uh, that are that are there, and they do come up, they do come. But it's very, very possible they are Earth natives, maybe more than we are, because they may have been around longer than we have. So that's why Earth alien hypothesis says we may be the aliens. It's very possible that maybe the surface of the Earth was really never meant to be lived on uh, and, and another missing piece of that is that when we say when we say that something is beneath the earth, whether you're talking about hollow earth or you're talking about these these other species that live beneath the earth, crystal people or so forth, uh, it's important thing people understand we're not talking about just physical space underneath there. We're talking about maybe physical space like caves and tunnels that lead into 5d space space that opens up. To So that we could possibly have beneath our feet, we could possibly have other entire planets, solar systems under there that actually exist because it's a, it's a space that's not just the physical, whatever's under there. It opens up to something much, much greater. So that's, what, that's part of uh, Earth alien hypothesis as well.
0: Yeah, I've heard. Does it have? um, And I and I'm definitely open to that possibility. Have you heard about the? You know, there's a Gartha and the Hollow Earth and all that kind of stuff. Is is that part of where your research has led you into that like avenue of?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that ties into what's going on at Antarctica right now, because because yeah, physical space is always a part of this. There's always we're always talking about these uh, huge caves and uh, these giant tunnels that are under underneath there whether whether you're talking about antarctica where we see the giant stairs that have been exposed that lead down down into something that's underneath there uh you know next to where the giant pyramids have been exposed in at at antarctica as well but always with all of these things we're also talking about 5d space and uh, possibly even uh, jump platforms, teleportation platforms that lead to other places in our solar system as well. So all of that, all of that stuff, uh, ties into you know what you were saying, Matt, a moment ago about how we we think that we're so advanced, <laughs> we think that we're the most advanced possible thing that there could be, and we see little creatures like this, the one that's on the screen. And we think, oh, that's probably just got to be some primitive uh, thingy, some primitive thingy that, you know, is like an animal, it doesn't have anything uh, going. But, you know, these things probably have some sort of advanced civilization going on in a place that's right beneath our feet, but that could be much more advanced than anything we have.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, and definitely with with hanging out with David all summer, doing my own research, hanging out with Clifford, listening to those two guys, because, you know, I went down the rabbit hole of all these different things trying to find the truth. But it's interesting that both of their stories and their histories and what they believe, they came from two separate Um, tribes but they're very similar in story very you know and then I start to do the research that they put me on and so I do my own research and and it's just one thing at another like one feels a little bit more grounded makes more sense and then you kind of get washed off and there's all these other things going on and this might be a little bit of a of a diversion and I don't know if you have more that you want to discuss in these lives because I'm not sure how many are are past here but there's a lot going on with Gaia TV now you know um that was all of a sudden boom it's exploded and i've heard you know oh it's it's a reptilian thing and then i just hear all this stuff i'm like i have no idea what's going on just somebody (laughs) tell me the truth like is it misinformation (laughs) it could be and so um yeah so i'm just curious if you you had any uh, thoughts and wanted to weigh in because everyone's just like guy tv david wilcox losing their mind i'm like i read the letter and i'm like that's interesting (laughs) i don't know but he he puts out good information so well
1: um go forward in the slides here and it should it'll It'll show it'll go to uh, uh that's that's good little forward more. That's the same Kishtim, that's still the Kishtim alien. Oh, the Kishtim wow. alien was alive when it was actually found. See, that's that's it, and there was a lady, and that's an actual picture that is of the Kishtim alien creature when it was alive, and supposedly they said that. She she kept the the creature as like a dog, and she actually fed him fed the creature dog food and catnip, and the creature was alive. It made little singy singy sounds when it was alive, and it uh, it you know scurried after the lady like it's like it was a pet, and uh, and and that's that's it. That thing was real. That thing was alive, and that thing. There's pictures of it playing with the lady who was the owner, the supposed owner of the thing. And it was, like I said, one 12 inches tall and it was alive. That's it's crazy. It's crazy. But this is the stuff that Matt, that they are keeping us from. This is the stuff that they are gaslighting us to keep us from ever learning the truth of the actual world that we live in. That's, it's incredible. Anyway, so go forward a little, go forward a little more, uh, this is our chance with the Atacama mummy fraud. The scientific mainstream has been exposed at their game. We have seen the man behind the curtain, and it and he is wearing a white lab coat. So go forward from this, and it gets to the uh, forward more. The world is not what they say. Forward more. Oh, this is this is an oh, this is an old one. Darn it! I don't have the. Uh, um, it's supposed to be showing the uh, Nazca. Uh, the NASCA mummies uh, the, which was the first one was Maria I'm sure that I'm sure that all of your uh, people remember the uh, NASCA mummy that was shown on Gaia TV because you were just talking about Gaia TV and they brought forward this uh, mummy go as a matter of fact go back go back on this because that's where I'll have to I'll have to stay there um, so here on the uh, on the bottom There's uh, these two pictures on the bottom show some of the uh, mummies from the NASCA, from Gaia TV, when they brought forward uh, Maria, the first mummy that was Maria. It was the three fingers and three toes on that mummy. And that happened a little while ago. And everyone was like, oh, it's got to be a fraud. So Gaia TV sent that, uh, the DNA testing on that to 12 different labs. 12 different labs. And why do you think they did that? Because they were concerned about the labs giving fake results. Here's something, Matt, that everyone, everyone who's over a certain age, who's like older than you, Matt, they cannot, they can't free themselves from the matrix because they've been in it too long and they cannot understand that laboratories would give fake results results they just can't people cannot fathom that they can't absorb that in their minds because to them it's like science is science and if you put something in a test tube i mean it gives you a certain result and you can't you can't fake that can you and you know i'm sure it's a lot easier for 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 you matt and for people in your age group or younger to because they didn't grow up you know they didn't grow up with this religion of science that science is like, is like the greatest and it's always accurate and it's precise. And it's, uh, and so it's easier for people whose minds are free or who are younger to be able to say, yeah, sure, scientists could fake crap, do fake crap. Sure, they could. You know, it doesn't matter if something in the test tube, they could, they could give fake lab results. And Gaia uh, TV knew that. So these, uh, these they sent their samples to like a dozen different labs in case one or two faked the results they would still have some real results uh, and the purposes of the of the testing is to determine that this wa- these were non-human uh, mummies non-human uh, species that were coming out from Nazca Peru where apparently they have thousands of these mummies thousands of them and so. The first one was Maria, the one Maria won that those pictures went, everybody saw those pictures and it had three toes and three fingers. And every single one, of, and, and I had discussions with Gaia TV at the time. I, and I told them, I said to them uh, that it didn't matter how many labs they used because every one of those labs has to be, have their licenses renewed every year and they are not going to give you true results. They're not, because they'll lose their licenses. They'll lose their licenses if they come back and tell you that these mummies, these mummies that you see on the bottom here of this slide, uh, if they come back and say, yeah, it's, it's non-human, they will lose their licenses, and they won't be able to, to, to have an existence anymore. That's just the way, and sure enough, Every one of those labs came back with results that said, despite, again, they did the same thing in the preliminary. In the preliminary, they so, said, oh, yeah, this looks like it's non-human. It's a real creature. It's not put together. It's real creature. It looks like it's non-human. It doesn't have any markers for mutation. So, yeah, these things look like they're real. But then they did the deep, deep testing that we all know takes a couple of years of nuclear testing uh, as opposed to the mitochondrial. And uh, at the end of that, every single one of those labs came back with either completely human, completely human, or uh, the DNA results, the DNA is too degraded, too degraded to give any sort of result. One of those two, those two conclusions was what was given from every single one of those labs, all dozen labs that worked on this for Gaia TV. It's astound no explanation of, then how do they have three fingers and three toes how do they have uh their uh the skulls that are shaped in non-human in non-human shape and the bodies that are they just don't appear human how is that no explanation on that whatsoever so it's it's a rerun of the same script that we have seen over and over again uh, in other cases that had the similar similar thing and i told I told Gaia TV that this would happen and they didn't believe me until they actually, until it came back. And uh, now they're still in the process of putting forward uh, more of these mummies, more of these mummies uh, that are more reptilian. And several of the mummies have eggs, eggs in their uh, sack. Hmm. (laughs) And so talk about non-human and they have eggs and they're showing eggs and they have, like I said, there's, hundreds and hundreds of these mummies that Gaia TV got a hold of. But now they're, I think they're realizing now that they're going to get the same result. It doesn't matter what they put forward or how non-human it is. They're going to keep getting back the same results. And of course, mainstream news is all fake. It is all fake. And they always jump on the bandwagon with, yeah, this is fake for this reason. This is fake for that reason. So, There's no. So once you have mainstream science and mainstream news working together in fakery, then that's pretty much enough to uh, to make sure we never, ever cross that goal line of finding out what's really going on in our world.
0: Right. Well, you touched on a lot of things there that I, I kind of want to just double down for people. I think the biggest thing is realizing that you are being lied to, and that's a big blow when you're looking to the news or you're looking for the world for truth, and you can't understand why this so called credible um, thing would lie to you. And in my in my research, what I started with was how do we have war on this planet? And then that quickly, and I was always interested in consciousness, and so that became elevating my own consciousness but then a lot of the books were on how to persuade someone else. And so I was like, well how did they do World War 1 and 2 and I looked at ritual and I, and how they hypnotized people and and um and all these different things that are that are really intense. And just if if this is a lot for you and you don't believe that, look up scripted news. It's literally a script <laughs> and you can see them all saying the same thing. It's the same process. Um and so then we got to figure out how we Um, you know, get around that. And then also the education system, looking at it, um, it's designed for you to basically obey authority. You know, they're really focusing on the uh, left brain, logic, conditioning, you know, don't talk out of line, fall in line. This is where you get the answer. None of this self-exploration because you make a better worker, you make a a better slave, essentially, which is kind of a bummer. Um, And then they did, you know, so many tests and studies on how to persuade masses. And I remember one of them um, was basically they sent... Um, these journalists i think this was the cold world war to russia and then they came back they didn't do any research they just wrote an article about how russia was this and that and then they they tested the poll of the public and it swayed public way better than they even anticipated that they just believed it because it was in the news and so they have all of these different tactics to basically keep us confused so i just wanted to to add on that and just say because it is a little bit rough so you know maybe you can give a two cents on how do we how do we learn to disseminate information and find the truth and figure out what is going on. Do you have any insights into that and how you conduct your research, especially in the ufology? Because it's like, Oh my God, if you're going to go down that rabbit hole, like, do you want to weigh on, weigh in on like the Corey good secret space program, Antarctica, uh, what David Wilcox is saying. And then it's like Luciferian. I'm like, I don't know. I, that's what I said. I was like, I'll look at the information. I have no idea if they're telling me the truth or if that's real.
1: Yeah. I'm uh, one of the things that I'm doing is I'm starting X-Man Academy which is going to be an institute where I teach, I teach just basic uh, methods, basic investigative methods uh, that, for instance, the FBI has used for over 100 years. Uh, FBI is over 100 years old. And it's just stuff that anybody can learn and apply uh, to, do basic, uh, to do basic examination uh, to protect themselves from, from fake information, fake whistleblowers, and fake stuff. And it's, uh, it's going to be, it's very important. Uh, just basic things like uh, map, map the person, when a whistleblower comes forward with information, or anybody, uh, map the person, cuss the information. Map stands for motives, access, persona, uh, and uh, cuss uh, the person, uh, stands for CUSs. It's uh, credibility, unbelievability, source, and survey. Uh, just simple methods and tactics that we can use to uh, to learn what is what is worthy of being at the preliminary inquiry level, at the full investigation level, or at the major case level. Uh, okay. Things like that, uh, and it's a lot of it is very common sense, very intuitive and so people need to learn uh, to distinguish information because a lot of there's so much stuff out there that is uh, just what we want to hear and some stuff is stuff that we that is just it's just worthless and here here's a here's one example something that I can that I can convey very easily uh, there's researchers and scholars like to say that great claims require great evidence. Great claims require great evidence. That's absolutely not true. Uh, Great claims require some evidence, uh, just enough to survive a motion to dismiss. That's all you need. You can have any great claim you want. Otherwise, no one could ever make great claims. Uh, But so if you want to say, that you were uh, on Mars, you were at a Mars colony with Obama, you can, you can say that. Uh, and you don't need to have great, great evidence of it, but you do need to have some, some evidence of it, anything. I mean, just enough so that when the cynics come in and say, you know, that's nonsense, what you're saying, uh, motion to dismiss, uh, you have some something you can show, something that is relevant, pertinent, and that has some weight to it. That you can, and it can be, it can be something as simple as a testimony from authentic people, credible people that uh, that we can rely on, that we can hang our hat on. And if you have that, then you can survive the motion to dismiss, and you can put it in front of the fact finder, which is you, the audience, and say, okay, now you make the final determination on whether this has any merit to it or not you know and that's an important distinction because that's an that's a simple little small tactic that uh, people can learn uh, that matters very much because you're always going to have debunkers that are looking to tear down anything anything at all uh, because they're just against against uh, they're guardians of the current paradigm that's what they are and they want anything that goes outside that, that paradigm they want to make sure to tear it down right away I mean, get rid of it because they don't want you thinking. They don't want you thinking outside the box at all. And uh, then you also have the, uh, you have the uh, con artists who just want to put forward any kind of nonsense that they can monetize and have it be accepted by as many people as possible. And if you if you have some grounding, some grounding in what evidence really is and what proof really is, because proof and evidence can be anything. It can be anything that makes a proposition more or less likely to be true. It doesn't have to be something uh, that's in a test tube that goes to a laboratory. It doesn't have to be that at all. It can be something as simple as authenticity of credible people. You know, who's who's a credible person? As somebody who has uh, no motive. Somebody like... Um, Betty and Barney Hill, who were the uh, first globally known, uh, the first globally known uh, abduction case, uh, alien abduction case. They had no motives to uh, try to become famous. They had no motives to uh, make up anything that was false, and they maintained the integrity of what they said. They maintained the absolute truth of everything that they said about an alien abduction that happened to them until the day they died. That is, that is enormous proof of authenticity right there. So that's, you know, these are the things that we need to learn and we need to teach each other in order to to move forward in this Orwellian uh, world that we're in right now, where so many forces are working together to uh, disinform us and to show us, to lead us down the wrong path.
0: Yeah, awesome. Those are all really great tips. And one of the other ones that I'll just share is don't just watch videos on YouTube, do your research, don't don't believe anything. Um, You got to But you got to just get off YouTube. It's a lazy way, you know, look at a few sources, see if you can correlate some things, look at the integrity of the person yeah, and see if there's motive there. See what other work that they've had, see if you can find some corroboration and just do a little bit of research um, into whatever you're investigating. Um, So there's a couple different ways that I, I kind of wanted to go here. I don't know if you have more slides and if you do great, let's go through those. If not, I want to ask you a question.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think there's um, other slides on, on this.
0: That, All right, uh, let's just go through and see. Um, the,
1: so that's a this. doc. That's a document. That's the most suppressed document in ufology. There oh, you that's go. My, that's my show.
0: It's you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So I'll stop the share. Um I'm back. Okay. So what I, what I guess it was, I was, there's two things I'm really curious on. One is just like for people who are, um, let's say you're going to give somebody a summary of what you think is going on in the world. What is important? Because a lot of the stuff on, on this podcast is about how do we expand our consciousness to find the truth? How do I, I just want to know what's going on here, what's going on in the world, what are the things that I need to be aware of that are limiting my experience and how can I use this information? So if you could summarize what's going on in the world right now, if someone's looking into UFOs, aliens, all this stuff, where are you at with understanding that and and what is real and um, just advice for moving forward? Uh,
1: best, uh, Best summary I can give is we are in a war. Right now, we have for whatever trick of fate, uh, whatever uh, plan that God had for us, uh, whatever it is, at this moment in history, we are all caught in the middle of a war. And the war is between these global elites, the uh, global elites who have dominated our the nations on our planet for so very long for such a long time and these um, and these nationalist forces that have emerged in the last few years that are trying to overthrow them and to overthrow them and overthrow their control and they there are these populist forces and uh, you know and there's and these forces are enormous uh, the forces that are, trying to overthrow the elites right now and some people describe the struggle as between uh, white hats and black hats uh, some others describe it as uh, the cabal the effort to overthrow the cabal that dominates the central banks and the nations through the central banks as well and what's happening right now is that the these global elites don't just dominate the nations politically they also dominate these areas uh, in uh morphology consciousness studies they dominate all of these areas as well they keep control of these areas and the reason is again because they know these things are true these things are real they know they happen to know because they have intergenerational memory that goes back to the dawn of creation And so they know this stuff is real. They know magic is real. They know sorcery is real. They know that uh, all of these topics that we deal with are absolutely real. And that's exactly why they invest so much in keeping control of these areas and keeping them away from their mainstream, their property that they own, uh, the uh, 95% of humanity that is under their domination. So that that struggle, that struggle to get out from under their control, we see it everywhere. We see it in these areas as well. So if you're aware of that, then you're going to recognize that conflict when you see it happening and when it involves us, when we get tangled up in it. Uh, as we see, there's, a, there's this big push uh, right now with the uh, global with the uh, globally controlled uh, uh, giants uh, of media to, uh, to shut down independent thinkers, independent reporting, uh, and uh, for whether you're talking about Google or uh, Twitter or Facebook. Uh, and so that is just one small effect, and it's happening to people that we know, that we know they're being, they're being taken down, they're being uh and that is just a consequence of this war that we are caught up in right now so for that reason we need more than ever to support each other and to support people people like you matt who are bringing forward independent reporting independent information and who are trying to spread this kind of information for all of us Uh, and we need to we need to to support each other to unify behind that because otherwise uh, they're going to be uh, taking us all away one by one and uh, if we don't support each other uh, then you know it's it's a bad road that we're going to be going down because we need to we need to pull back from this Orwellian system where free speech is being being destroyed uh, by these global elites, and we need to help each other to come out of this nosedive that's happening, and that is the best way I can summarize what's going on right now.
0: I appreciate that, and. I agree with what you're saying. I think that I find it fascinating uh, how few question the system and and what's happening in the world, and what I thought was odd when i when I was growing up is that nobody saw what I was seeing, and it seemed so obvious to me and just the main thing of, of this of this suppression of um, people and knowledge and war and all this divide it's always like you know where I, I use the hashtag team earth like why can't we get along why can't we separate you know the religion and the color and the city and the upbringing and beliefs and and have those things and keep them but just not murder each other over any of that and how do we you know find this this truth and we're in this system that's really hard because you know we're slaves to money we need to get that money so we can have food and shelter and survive so we're willing to give our entire existence to going to a job or a space that you don't want and slavery is going somewhere that you don't want all the time so if you don't want to go to your job unfortunately you're a bit of a slave now it doesn't have to be that dramatic but that's the definition for me is that if you don't want to go there like so what's that system then we look at the money system then you can look at the psychology system so basically what i believe is that we have a lot of room to upgrade the planet we have a lot of room to upgrade the systems. We have a lot of room to be kinder in our communities, to look for solutions and build together. And it does only take a small amount of people. Um, I think I can't remember that quote. You you might remember it, but it's like um, never, um, never underestimate a small group of people that yeah. can change the world because it's in fact, the only thing that ever has. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Yeah. That's and true. so, yeah, and so we, we can do that. So um, I know that we're closing a little bit over an hour. I could talk to you all day and, and want to, Um but I'm just wondering if you can give a little bit of feedback on like what you suggest for for people like you know looking in, into their own lives. And you're going to give like some, if you could implant some belief systems into the, our culture, and if you could see the world moving in a positive direction, you know what does that look like? What major things need to shift and change within ourselves and within our communities? For me, um, to answer the question as I'm going here, media would be a big thing for me. Is just really analyzing the media you're looking at, and if we had benevolent yeah. people in the media, doing independent media, sharing the truth and empowering each other, that would be a really big one. And also education, if we can look at those yeah. two things as a whole. But I'm just curious, and then it could be like a personal belief system. But what what do you think is possible and what major things need to change for us to go to a world that would be collaborative, cooperative, 5D, you know, food for you know, just stop war stop starvation. Those two biggies.
1: Yeah, we need to definitely eliminate uh, these um, political parties, we need to eliminate this uh, partisanship. Uh, and we need to see we need to see that everything uh, that we want to argue for, that we want for humanity is not a question of politics. Uh, we've been fooled into thinking that a lot of these issues are political and they're not. Uh, it has nothing to do with Republicans or Democrats, uh, Labor or Tories or uh, any of the other, or, or Likud or Knesset or, or Labor Party. It has nothing to do with these things. You know, we need... Um, human rights are are what human rights are. Uh, and we need to argue for the things that we need in that on that basis. And we need to get out... Uh, we need to get out from the teams, you know, your team versus my team. And, uh, we, you know, we're, because that is one of the instruments that the globalists use uh, because both the political parties were set up by the globalists for their purposes, you know, and, uh, and so they continue to use them, whichever one it is uh, for their purposes. And they put on a theater. There's a big, nice theater, you know, Republicans versus Democrats, and your team versus my team. And everybody gets involved in cheering their side. And it's a, it's a big party. It's like a big party. But, uh, and it becomes very sad and tragic also many times. But we need to realize that uh, the things that we, that we need, the things that we need to argue for, it's just on the basis of human rights. And it has nothing to do with your team or my team. And that's, that's the one thing we need to withdraw from that system and get out of that system and work towards helping each other and arguing the things that we need not on the basis of politics uh, but on the basis of of humanity basically
0: awesome man yeah i love all that Uh, keep it simple you know and and i think that kindness and collaboration is is for me the new earth If you're talking about 5d just make an impact in your community do something positive for others um, and, and get out of this. Yeah. It's like we're in this culture of get everything you can rather than lift somebody up. What is it that you need? Um, Oh, ideally you have that and, and just be a helping hand. Um, So I want to be cognizant of your time. So um, is there anything that you wish that I had asked or you want to discuss before we go? Um, You can feel free to elaborate as long as you want and I'll happily listen.
1: Yeah, I just want to urge people to uh, also to that these topics that uh, Matt and I have been discussing are what we are going to be providing uh, breaking news on and information on at Portal to Ascension Conference in Irvine, California, October fifth to the seventh uh, at uh, Irvine, California. We're going to have uh, some tremendous uh, people. Uh, people that Matt has worked with also, uh, Grant Cameron, Robert Schock, uh, Billy Carson, Paola Harris, uh, Jordan Sather, of course, and uh, Teresa Yanaros, and many, many others. That's, uh, so I have to give a plug for that uh, coming up, and because that, that is very important. And uh, just uh, check out my website. I would ask people to check out my website, johntamabooks.com, and uh, check me out on Amazon. Uh, where my books are available that people can read. Uh, people can read the first 50 pages for free. And that's very, that's a, that's a good price for people to, uh, to get behind. And, uh, and that was it, Matt. That's a, uh, that's the basis of the stuff I gotta, gotta plug.
0: It's good. Well, yeah, I appreciate you coming on and your books are really, really interesting. Uh, Clifford, when I was at his house, had every book possible and and I I didn't have time to read your book yet, unfortunately, but I got through quite a bit of like uh, the extra dimensionals and uh, – And it's it's such a fascinating thing, and and you spoke about the last podcast about um, valuing a human's experience, you know, like looking if that human's credible, what their motive is, and what's going on. And I think that for me, when we break our understanding of like we are the elite species here, we understand yeah. that there are forces. That are making our lives difficult, you know. Then we can look at, you know, okay, like why is you know McDonald's and all this different food so easy? And if we just take it all the time, we're going to be really sick and out of shape. Um, so just recognizing those things and moving towards, you have all the power within you. To define and create your reality, and the more we can work together, the more we can open our eyes. Not just push somebody down, but try to seek understanding, allow people's point of view, and just figure out the truth. What that is for you, um, as you explore it, you know we're gonna we're gonna start to make positive change quickly because i think we are in that great awakening and it's all there if you start to open your eyes and look and do your research um so i appreciate you for going out there and and being one of those people that i can depend on that's gonna get really thorough research that's gonna present it in a way that i feel is trustworthy and you know not even saying you have to believe this this is just the rabbit hole i went down and this is what i came back with and if we can all do that and come back and share without um competition we're going to start to get to the bottom of this too because we got to do it together so uh thank you so much for coming on man it's always a privilege and honor to speak with you um i wish you all the best maybe i'll see you at portal of the ascension who knows i'll try to make it out that way but i hope that we uh we bump past soon so just thanks for everything you do man
1: great thanks matt it's been great it's been great being with you
0: okay brother have a great day see everybody Alright guys, that wraps up part 2 with the X-Man, former FBI agent John D'Souza. It is always a privilege to talk to him. It's a really great presentation. I highly recommend you guys check it out online. He does have slides. It's pretty mind-blowing stuff. Um, It does open up a rabbit hole of like holy crap, what is possible, what the heck is actually going on here, which I'm still in, I have no real good solid answers for you Um, so, I don't know Like your guess is as good as mine, but it does make sense that um, there is life out there, if you look at, um, you know, when I went to Egypt with the Resonant Science Foundation, it wasn't you know, if aliens exist it's when are we going to meet them, you know, none of these physicists, astrophysicists, engineers had any doubt that uh, there is some sort of other intelligent life form out there, and so you know, when studying all summer with native American elder David Lombard Centipas, in which the star people are all a part of his lineage and they all know this. The same with the Zuni elder Clifford Mahudi. They call them the sky people. They all know this. They're in the petroglyphs, the hieroglyphs, the stories. Um, and these aren't like fairy tale stories of like, oh, yeah, they could have been there. It's like, no, they had contact. And what I've learned over the summer, or what my theory is, is the Native Americans had contact because they had peaceful communities and, and it was safe for the uh, higher intelligence or different beings to show themselves. And so here, I don't think that we have that safety net. I think that we're, you know, we've got these wars and these militaries and these Big organizations doing things, and it's maybe not a safe place for them. I don't know. That's just kind of my rant. But um, so who freaking knows? But it is an exciting time to be alive. And I think that there's value in peaceful community. I think there's value in uh, helping each other. I think there's value in um, doing something that matters with your life to you, and um, really just expanding beyond what you think you know life is. If you're, you know, there's nothing wrong with what anyone is doing. But when you look at what it is to be human and what it what it is to have a human experience, um, our systems. our cultures and, and our institutions ideally can um, be created and modified and adapted to give more support to life, to expansion, to growth, to freedom, to uh, connection, to all of the good things that, that are important. So Um, I just want to thank you for coming on the show. Uh, If you like it, please support on Patreon. It really goes a long way. Please leave a review on iTunes. Uh, All of that stuff really helps. But most importantly, do an act of kindness today and be a spiritual master today. Really, uh, you know, if you do three acts of kindness in a day and you don't tell anybody you're a spiritual master, no book, no meditation, no course, no um, awakening, no kundalini, no Egypt thing, nothing. You know, you're a spiritual master because that's what a master does is they actually help in action. And and, uh, I could see somebody who needs help and I can meditate and send them good vibes. It's not really going to help them um, in a sense of me going over there and actually saying, hey, can I help you? Can I give you a dollar? Can I get your name? Can I recognize that you're a human? Um, And that's the real deal is through action. So. That's my rant. Um, check out zenathlete.com. Sign up for the email list. You can get a free Lucid Dreaming if you go forward slash lucid dreaming. Uh, check out the sponsor, Sync Tuition, bit.ly forward slash Gamma Waves, and David Lone Bear Santa Pass as well, um, and support his work if you feel like it because we really can do some extraordinary stuff with a little bit of help. Um, so that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, let's just close it out with uh, three deep breaths and come to a state of peace and coherence. So wherever you are, the world is taking a deep breath in through your nose. Setting the intention to come to peace and coherence now. And just letting that breath out slowly with all the task lists, all the cares of the day, all the stresses, all the imagination of fear. Just letting that go and becoming total peacefully and present now. Taking another deep breath in through your nose. Holding that breath and just let it out slowly with all the cares, all the worries, all the self-criticisms and all the limiting thoughts and beliefs. Taking one last deep breath in through the nose holding that breath and just empowering yourself and being grateful and recognizing your true multidimensional divine nature. And I'm sending you all of my love, support, well wishes, encouragement, positive vibes, energy for you to remember just how friggin' amazing you are. So let that breath out slowly and have yourself an incredible day. And I will see you in the next episode.